Hello, everybody. Uncle Dad here with a quick little message from our sponsors. Uh, that's right. One of our latest sponsors that just joined us, uh, which will be with us for a little while, is Swamp Dragon Liquor Hot Sauce. It's the world's first and only uh, liquor-based hot sauce. Now, I'm sure you're thinking, what is this, a shot? Is this a drink? Technically, it's both, but it's more of a hot sauce. You see, when you think about hot sauce, right, the others use vinegars because it's a, a powerful acid that kills everything. Mold and bacteria cannot survive an acid bath. But it's about food safety, not flavor. Acid is a preservative, but what if you love peppers and spice but not vinegar? You finally have an option. Okay, but check this out. But what if you like vinegar? Do you like bourbon more? Tequila? All liquor is better than vinegar. Let's be honest. And honestly, I agree with that statement more than you can imagine. I'm a big fan of uh, liquors myself. Now, look, obviously, if you're not a liquor drinker, this probably won't be the, uh, the hot sauce for you, but I still encourage you to try it. Now, some of the flavors that are available are going to be a tequila base, a vodka base, a dark rum, and a bourbon base. Now, they have more options, but let me tell you, these hot sauces are no joke. All they really did was remove that vinegar taste that you get when you eat like a, you know, a Tabasco type hot sauce, any, you know, any kind of standard like pepper hot sauce. And they, they used, you know, liquor to kind of help the bacteria process, but to give you more of a focus on the flavor of the pepper rather than the flavor of the vinegar. Now, I got to tell you, I was a little skeptical at first, but when I dived in and I tried all this, it was truly incredible. And I'm not just telling you that. Uh, I really cannot recommend this brand enough. This is a small, small locally owned company in the great state of Louisiana. I really, really think you need to check them out. And here's the best part. We are offering you as friends of ours, who those who listen, will get 20% off anything they buy on the website. Anything. Uh, from my understanding, even if it's on sale, you'll get 20% off. All you got to do is use promo code UNCLEDAD. One word, type that in, and you'll get 20% off anything basically on their website. As long as they sell it, 20% off. And please get yourself like a party pack. Get yourself a testing pack. Get yourself even a bottle. They have a pina colada one. Let me tell you, that thing is incredible. And what I really appreciate what Salt Dragon is doing is that it's not just about making your food spicier. It's making your food have a little bit of a better flavor profile. And this hot sauce also goes really well on dessert. I know that sounds crazy, but it goes very well on dessert. So check them out. Go to swampdragonhotsauce.com. And check out their merch, check out all the liquor hot sauces they have, and use promo code Uncle Dad for 20% off. One word, Uncle Dad, 20% off. You can't beat that. You're supporting small business, and you're getting some of the best hot sauce around. So again, go to SwampDragonHotSauce.com, promo code Uncle Dad for 20% off. All right, guys, enjoy the show. The range of events and topics makes it hard to stop listening. So why even attempt it? From bare knuckle fighting to Grammy songwriting to Burning Man flames. To firefighter video games and many, many more oh. than I could put in a verse. Just subscribe, tune in to Uncle Dad's Multiverse. And many, many more than I could put in one verse. Just subscribe, tune in to Uncle Dad's Multiverse. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Uncle Dad Talks. I'm Uncle Dad and with me as always is the ever so handsome, the one and only Mike Hampton. Mike, what's up? Not feeling so handsome today, <laughs> but thank you for saying that. We'll have to talk about that later on, but uh, we are in one of your favorite places in the world, uh, one of my favorite places in the world, and where is that, sir? New Orleans. New Orleans, indeed. The birth, the birth home of you. That's correct. Where you were made. <laughs> I was shot out of a cannon here. Yes, you were. You just came out, literally. <laughs> Every night I feel like I'm shot out of a cannon here. <laughs> you look like you were shot out of a cannon here today. Thank you. Uh, so, Mike, we are uh, exploring uh, Louisiana, or Mullins, and uh, we're here to talk to um, one of my favorite shops here, actually. Uh, we came a couple times since uh, our last couple trips here. 
And this store is a vintage store, but it's truly one of a kind, almost like a museum uh, to, or almost like a, like a hall of fame to uh, um, uh, Louisiana and New Orleans. Like it's just so, it's so special when you walk in here, really it is. And uh, we are at Swamp Rags. Uh, so you want to talk a little bit about that real quick, Mike? Yeah, so Swamp Rags, uh, right here in the French Quarter. Um, and as we're standing in here, yes, it is kind of like, I don't know, a museum or a hall of fame. There's got jazz festival banners, got saints, pennants, and no limit soldier posters and <laughs> K and B drugstore memorabilia of all kinds. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's super fun, and I could stay in here probably all day and dig around. Uh, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I think it's like a it's like a living love letter to Louisiana and, and New Orleans, and I think that's beautiful. But we're not alone. We're doing all this talking, but there's somebody standing right next to us looking at us yeah. uh, with very intense, beautiful eyes. Let's stop, <laughs> let's stop making it awkward. Yeah, I know, I know. Let's give it up, everybody, uh, to uh, Dante. Dante, you are the owner? I am one of the two owners, along with um, Chris Olson, my business partner. Um, Thank you guys so much for having me and coming in early to my shop and hanging out. Yeah, it's uh, it's such a pleasure to be here, such an honor to be here. Really, like it's when when you guys wanted to create this this masterpiece of a store, how did that all kind of come together? Yeah, um, so I'm in the music industry, and you know, COVID uh, stopped that. Yeah. You know, I do a lot of touring and all that, um, and I was doing this type of like vintage collecting, selling before. But COVID kind of kicked me in the ass and was just like, hey, let's uh, let's just do this. You know, the universe is like, this is what you need to do right now. So I really kind of dove into it even more along the way, met Chris, my business partner, and it's uh, just been crazy. We've just been going at it and just, I, I just say it all the time. We're just trying to buy and sell old shit, especially as you were saying, I, that was such a great compliment because um, it's exactly what we're trying to do. Like New Orleans, um, is such a unique place that it almost like has its own genre of like vintage stuff. Like, of course, you know, any type of store across the country is gonna have like NASCAR stuff or like, you know, cartoon stuff or, you know, band stuff, movie stuff. But like New Orleans, it, there's so much here that it's, we're really trying to just like tap into that. And so, yeah, I really appreciate that compliment. Oh, of course, yeah, my yeah. pleasure. Yeah, I would say that too about New Orleans just cause, you know, I, I was born here many years ago um, and, and haven't lived in the state of Louisiana, period, for, for most of my life, but I still feel this intense connection to the city, to what it feels like to be here. Um, all of the things that make it such a unique place. And and so, so coming in here, it's like a, a trip down memory lane in so many ways. And so, and especially being in the French Quarter, let me ask you, I've always wanted to you know, I've had this fantasy of like having my own uh, store where I sell my art and, and and whatnot in the French Quarter. How how hard is it to get a place in the quarter? Yeah. So luckily, Chris, my business partner, lives in the quarter, and he's got a wife and two kids, and just had a third. So he's family man living in the quarter, which I think is great and like a dying thing. Um, and so I encourage him for doing that. I think it's awesome. On top of that. His vision was always the quarter. I love the quarter. I've been running around these streets since I was a teenager doing crazy shit and like <laughs> love it here. Um, but I mean, I was ready to, you know, get like a 200 square foot thing in mid city or whatever to open a store. He was insistent on the quarter and I'm so glad he was. Um, it is pretty hard to get a spot. It's kind of a who you know and it's kind of like it'll be available and then boom, it's gone. And um, 
but I'm so glad we did because we're really, truly trying to make the French Quarter more than just more of the same, you know, mm -hmm. tourist shops, t-shirt shops, tour guide places, and, you know, any all that stuff you know there's too much of it we and there's a lot there's a lot of small business down here especially in the last year that are like truly trying to trying to make that happen and so um yeah i just think it's awesome to to be down here yeah i think um it's kind of like, like what you pointed out how you said that it's like making it more than just like kitschy stuff right because it does feel like when you kind of like you almost discover something unique and or you do discover something unique and special and you're walking by and like what's that what, what is this you know and then you're like oh wow you know, and, and vintage clothing right now is trending so much, right? Like people mm -hmm. are just are so into vintage stuff now. And it's exciting to you to to be, you know, just kinda on your vacation walking around the French Quarter and then you find something like this. Like it truly is like, you know, finding a diamond in, in the world of yeah. uh of stuff that you don't need, right? You don't need more Nola, you know, whatever, like all, kitschy stuff. All this stuff that's like, you know, made in, I mean, I'm sure all this stuff is essentially made in China, but, you know, just the, the, the kind of stamp New Orleans right, yeah. shirts, and there's like, you know, a hundred of the same design in, in three different shops, and, you know, the people that own the building, and they're not from here, or the, the shop, they're not from here, that, you know, and, and you guys, you're from, you're from Louisiana, you're, mm -hmm. you're born and raised here, and it shows because of the stuff that you have in here, like, like this no limit knockoff. It's not even a real no limit. <laughs> yeah, sweater. that was sold at a gas station for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, well, so like being in the quarter is crazy because like local people come to the quarter, yeah. you know, and all that. But like, you know, we have a lot of foot traffic with tourism, um, and and it is kind of a double-edged double sword because we have very cultured like tourists that come in and they love New Orleans and they want to learn and they want to learn about the World's Fair or whatever and they yeah. buy a piece and have that to take home with them. But we have a lot of people that come in here that want more of the same, like the middle American like tourism. Really? Yeah, it's kind That's of a weird thing. Like, and you know, it's also, it's also funny being down here because like, I talk about this a lot with a lot of my friends, like New Orleans is a tourism city. A lot of people come here on vacation and they have a mindset of, I'm never going to be here again. F all these people. I'm going to be crazy. And I do get some type of like, especially because all this stuff's used, right? Sure. I do get some attitude from tourists sometimes like, so all this stuff's used and you're charging this much for it. And I'm like, motherfucker, I like woke up at 6 a.m. and dug through a dirty house to like <laughs> get that. And, you yeah. know, like. If you don't want it, you don't get it. It's yeah. like this might not be the store for you. Right. I don't know. So it's, it's a lot of that. Um, but you know, the people that get it, get it and they love our store and that's, I gotta like keep that at the front of my mind more than the other people that are just like, I don't get it. I hate this, right. <laughs> you know, cause it's, it's some people come in solely with the, not to be negative, but some people come in solely with the mission of just like a hundred dollars for a t-shirt. Yeah. I'm like, okay. It's interesting because, you know, we're from California and, you know, these shops are kind of, they're pretty, they're almost everywhere now, right. at least in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, there's some times where you see the clothing, you're like, whoa, that's crazy. But then you're like, oh, it makes sense because it's, you know, whatever. So what I think is interesting, too, is that when we talk about your store, I don't know if you guys ever want to branch out, but if, I think the, the uniqueness you guys have is that you make it unique to, to NOLA. Mm -hmm. If you guys were to, like, branch out, would you make it unique to the city you were in? I wouldn't know how to do that. I only know New Orleans, really. I mean, like, you know, unless it was just, it would have to be something totally different that would just be like, oh yeah, we're just like a sports vintage store or we're just like a band's t-shirt right. vintage store. Like, I, I couldn't move to fucking 
San Francisco and all the tiny, like, old details, places right. that used to be, you know, whatever, before the tech industry destroyed it. But anyway, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> We're talking about that a lot, too, so yeah, I'm right sure, there sure, with sure. you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right there with but you. But no, I mean, New Orleans is what I know. New Orleans is what I love. So it's just like, let's just do that, you know. Yeah, well, so let's talk about some of that real quick. What's mm -hmm. some of the things that that are specific to New Orleans that you have? Like, just let's just glance down on this. I know the people that are listening can't see, but we are uh, we're kind of hanging over this glass case and there's, I see a handful of things that, you know, that you would know if you're from here. What, uh, you want to describe just a couple of the things that, yeah. are, that are very New Orleans in here. So K&B was like a drugstore that existed here and everyone's grandma and parents like went there. I, I'm a little too young to remember going to k &B. I'm sure I did. But, you know, you've, you've seen that logo your whole life. Um, another thing that we get a lot of is the 84 World's Fair. Um, I, talk, I talk about this a lot with people that come in that ask about it. It was the last World's Fair ever. It did so financially terrible. Financially did so terrible that they never did a World's Fair after that. It was the first World's Fair with a mascot, which was a pelican named Seymour de Fair. Um, <laughs> And on top of that, it was just it was just kind of it was just kind of a hot mess, and it was very much like a money grab. I just watched the Woodstock '99 documentary, and it reminded me. Of, I mean, I wasn't there, but it reminded me of that. Like they were just like, let's just get all the money of all the people. And what happened with that is they made so much merchandise, and it didn't sell. And then at the end of the fair, they liquidated it. And so there's just like an endless supply of World's Fair merch, and some of it's really fucking cool. Yeah. And still, I, I go thrifting and estate selling all the time, and I still find, not really, anyway, I go, I, I'm always looking, and I find new skews of, like, World's Fair stuff that I've never seen before. Wow. Like, anything, dude, like, ashtrays, pins, hats, and then, like, cheese, bo cheese cutting boards and shit, like, just <laughs> random, like, crap. So, like, that's, that's a really interesting thing. Saints stuff, obviously. I mean, the Saints, historically, weren't a good team. But still had a very loyal fan base. I love finding old, like Saints. I call them like Mama shirts. Like I have one in here. I'll show you all later. But it, it basically like a handmade Saints shirt or crew or sweater or whatever. My favorite one I've ever found was like it was like all Saints and it was Santa on a sleigh with like crawfish as the reindeer, <laughs> and, it's, awesome. and it said "Cha-ching," which is one of their like, <laughs> which is one awesome. of their catchphrases. They've had a lot of like. I think 90s was cha-ching and then 2000s was who let the dogs out they just adopted that <laughs> as their theme song or whatever <laughs> so yeah i don't just little shit like that man it's just it, it's never ending and then you like i've learned about shit because people are like oh yeah you don't know about so and so and i'm like no dude i've been here my whole life i've never heard of that and i don't know it's just we've all had similar childhoods growing up here and so when i get to interact with other people that grew up here it's really it's really fun and interesting to like go back and forth about like oh sure yeah, yeah. all that. Uh, what's been the craziest thing you've ever picked up? Oh man, um, there's a few. I mean, hanging up right here on the wall behind me is this crazy trippy looking Jimi Hendrix shirt. Um, oh. Yeah, that's not necessarily a New Orleans thing, but I've no, but it's a really awesome story. So. Um, that's called a mosquito head shirt. Those shirts go for a lot of money. Oh really? And. Um, I was just like at a yard sale and there was this like hippie dude and he was selling plants and records and I was like, he's like, do you need anything? And I'm like, I'm looking for like old t-shirts. He's like, oh, I got a mosquito head, but 
I'd want like a hundred dollars for it, and they go for like a thousand dollars. And I'm like, See, really? Yeah, yeah. And I'm wow. like, uh, yeah, I'll buy that right now. And he's like, oh, I can't find it. So <laughs> he, I take his number, and he's like, I'll, I'll text you when I find it. And I keep bugging him, and he's just like, Oh yeah, no, I'll find it. I'll find it. Finally finds it, sends me a picture. I'm like, it's there. Call him, blow up his phone. I'm like, I'm ready to come over right now. I have the money. And he's like, Oh, I looked how much they go for. Um, <laughs> of course. How about three hundred? This dude's from like Switzerland too. Wow. Um, so I'm like, Yeah, dude, I'll buy it for three hundred. And I go over there. He tells me this whole story. He worked for Mosquito Head and like actually made that shirt. Wow. Um, and that was the last one he ever had. Um, and he was happy to get rid of it. He, it didn't mean anything to him. But like he had the store that goes with it, which is crazy. I sell it to my buddy Aiden, who owns a shop down here called 90s Kids Closet on Magazine. He wears it for about a year. He wears it to a concert. Someone slaps him on the back and it just rips. Oh, no. There's a phenomenon called dry rot. He thought it was dry rot. It's basically an iodine dye that they use that, like, makes shirts disintegrate. It wasn't actually that. It was, so the shirt's, like, reverse dye. There's, like, bleach on it. So that that's eaten away at the material. Sure. So I, I'm like, dude, look, I'll buy it back from you because uh, I just love it. And, like, you know, it needs to be alive somewhere. So then I spent fucking $400 and got it framed. And now it just lives up there. <laughs> So it's not for sale. It's for sale, but I mean, <laughs> at a very high price. Yeah. What's the What's the asking price? If, if Mike were to know, buy dude. it right now, Mike says, "I'm going to give you a thousand right now." Uh, Would you take it? I'd probably take fifteen hundred, just because of what what I put into it. You know, like, All right, Mike, the give, give him the job. money. <laughs> yeah. I might give him the money for the magic thuggin poster. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's on the whole that thing's great. Yeah, yeah. we love uh, old hip hop stuff, especially like you know you think about that too. Like Katrina wiped out probably a lot of yeah. like hip hop culture for sure things here, and so anytime we find it, we're like yes, fuck yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, that style of hip-hop, and so what I'm looking at, Mike, do you want to explain what I'm looking at? I will, yes, yeah. because I was a no-limit soldier my <laughs> entire uh, late teens and, and 20s. Um, and now. <laughs> and still now, yeah. So, um, you know, Master P was great at his marketing, and, you know, you'd buy a Source magazine back in the day, and there'd be, you know, three to four, maybe five page ads where it's the whole page and it's this CGI kind of really <laughs> silly looking, uh, you know, album covers. And this was uh, probably one of the C tier of the, of the of the No Limit Soldiers. And uh, his name was Magic. I, I didn't know Magic when I got the poster, to be honest. Yeah, my white ass didn't know. <laughs> I knew. He, he was uh, he he and, and so every album is always featuring the same people. You know, the Masterpiece, Sea Murder, Silk the Shocker. Mia X, this one's got Mac on it too, but you know, it's, it's just a really bad, I mean, maybe at the time it wasn't so bad, but when you look at it now, the CG, the, like the, the CG is just ridiculous. But, uh, but I had those posters up in my room. Too. Oh, I bet you did. I, did. I, I bet did. you yes. did. To see little Mike's room would be just something. It looks a lot like this. <laughs> I bet, actually, I really bet it does. <laughs> I really bet it does. Yeah, if you have any of that stuff, like at your parents' house, let me know, I'll come buy it. <laughs> no, come come it. down yeah. to the bay to buy it. Oh, it's at the bay? <laughs> yeah. I'll send it. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about, like, uh, you have a lot of memorabilia of, like, um, like I guess, I don't, how do I, I say this, like, alcohol and, and like, and fast food chains? Mm -hmm. How do you, when you find this stuff, are you just finding it in people's houses, or, like, are you buying it from, like, Wholesale? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so the, most of our sourcing comes from estate sales. Like, tomorrow, there's an estate sale that has these two Kuji sweaters, if you know what those oh, are. Oh, I love it. That's one of my favorite brands in the world. So I'm going to wake up at 3 a.m., like, no joke, yeah. and sit in my truck waiting for this thing to open. Yeah. So, like, estate sales are truly 
the best form of sourcing, in my opinion. And you'd be so fucking surprised what people have. Because people are crazy, just yeah. like I am. And they'll be like, hey, what are you doing with that McDonald's sign? Oh, you're throwing it out? Let me have it. And then they take it home, and it sits for 30 years, and then I find it. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, right. it's um, State sales are so fun and so cool, and it's better than any drug. And it, like, reminds me of being a kid on Christmas, you know? And right. I don't get that much anymore as yeah. a 30-year-old person. Um and, I'll, and, you know, there's a lot of kids that hustle in the thrift stores, and I think that's awesome. And not to give away our secret, but also anyone can do this. Yeah. And, you know, I encourage everyone to do this. Um, but estate sales, like, you might have a good day at a thrift store and find, like, four or five things that are really rad. An estate sales where you find someone's life collection yep. of, like, yep. the coolest shit. Uh-huh. I've been going to estate sales since I was uh, 10, actually. My dad's, yeah. uh, back, in the, back where we're from, my dad actually used to work at the flea markets. So oh, yeah. I would go with them all the time, and this is before you know vintage was cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so when you're saying that, like, it totally resonates with me because I get it. Like, yeah. you know, that's what my dad would always tell me too. And like, with don't. my dad, we would like dumpster yeah. dive and shit. And, yeah, like, same thing. Know, same thing with my dad. <laughs> and like, you know, we're working class, and like, yeah. we were, we're, we didn't, we weren't poor by any means, but like, we were happy to hustle. Yeah, you know, and I just everyone should hustle. Yeah, absolutely. Know? I think the thing too about what's great about doing stuff like this, and Mike, hopefully, you agree with me on this. It's also upcycling, right? Right. And that's such a big thing we need to do in this world right now. Like, yeah, yes, you know, you might pay a little more for it, but the reality is we're still like at least, this that item is getting used again. Yeah, we're giving it a second life. And it gets really annoying because there are people in this world that are like, you're taking away, you know, things that should be going to poor people. Like, (laughs) that's a real argument. We we had a terrible review from somebody. They were like, this place reeks of entitlement. These are obviously trust fund kids. And, like, they're obviously just, like, taking away stuff from poor people and selling it for... for, And I'm like, no, dude, like, not at all. Like, not even a little bit. (laughs) Like, there's so much, like, there's so much shit in the world. We don't need any more, like... Like, that's what the fast fashion industry uh-huh. wants you to that. think or wants you to fucking, like, feel. Because, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, there's so much. We have more than enough for, like, the population times 10. Right, for, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, you saying that fast fashion comment was so great because I really do think that's why vintage is great because we're realizing that, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, we don't need another stupid shirt from Walmart or whatever it is or whatever fast brand you need. Um, you know, just let's let's keep uh, let's just keep growing, and then also you get to discover somebody's new story, right? Like mm-hmm. you get to feel the energy of whatever that item was. Like I'm sure, yeah. like these old like band shirts. Like if you wear that, I feel like you could feel the energy, you know, like with 100%. the saints, you know. And I, me and Mike always talk about that all the time about the energy of what the item has. And Mike, I'm I'm sure the energy you feel in here is just nothing but pleasure and fun, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at this Tipitina's old. Oh yeah. Kind of. I, don't know, I wouldn't say tie dye, but it's got uh, different shades of gray, green, and uh, a fun float yeah. of an alligator with you know a trumpet, and it it's, it looks. I mean, you know, you wouldn't see a, t- a tip shirt like that now no. at all. No. no, actually, how much is that shirt? Um, I like one fifty. I had one hundred fifty dollars. Okay. I actually found two of those, and I kept one, yeah, <laughs> which I, which I don't do very often. I'm very good about not keeping stuff. Man. Um, that's from Mardi Gras 1994. It says Tipitina's Mardi Gras 1994 in the front. Oh, wow. And it's just, yeah, I mean, like, that was a time and a place. Yeah. And that was a shirt that someone got. And somebody wore that. that show. Yeah, you remember 100%. they wore that? Yeah. And who knows what they did in that shirt? Like, yeah. I mean, think about all the crazy things that could have yeah. done in that shirt. You oh, know? There's probably shirts with, like, acid in it. You know, <laughs> but they sweat, like a Grateful Dead shirt that That'd someone be- sweat through and... 
That's you know? that's so so. I, <laughs> you're probably right about that. Probably like little little like dust stains of like who knows what's on there. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone probably got murdered in some of these shirts. Dude, I do. <laughs> but see, I bet you if you knew that and you found that out, it would make the value go up. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh man, yeah. this is from some. This this is a shirt that the victim of Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, think about that. Oh, <laughs> like, God, that'd man. be insane. <laughs> uh, so when I first met you guys yesterday, you were you you had a weird request of. <laughs> Do you have any vintage food? <laughs> uh, don't you get that all the time? Right? N- never. never <laughs> um, and so I, I, uh, I don't want to be held liable if okay. you know if you get sick. <laughs> but what I have for you today is ET, the extraterrestrial children's chewable vitamins. Um, there's four flavors: raspberry, tropical punch, cherry, and grape. I think you should try all four. Mm. But <laughs> yeah, I might as well get all the you know flavors of the rainbow. Yeah, it comes with a little ET toy. This is from 1983, copyright. So good luck. 1983. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right, let me get a little zoom on that video. Oh yeah. Wow, look at that. That's ET as a as, as a lady. A, as a lady. Yeah. When they yeah. dressed ET up to go outside. Um, and these are also with iron. So uh, I'm 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 in good good hands. I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you want me to hold that mic? Okay. Yeah, I'll hold that mic. Actually, I'll let you hold the mic. There you go. Now let me ask you this. I'm, <laughs> he's, the, he's I'm a, the interviewer. He's the host now. Let's go. Let me ask you this. Like, was there like what was the worst thing you've eaten that you're like, I might need to get my stomach pumped? Has oh, that happened yet? I think I know. Go ahead. Well, there was one thing. I forget what it was, but it turned to like, it was, uh, was it the? It was Fred Flintstone. Was right. it the Flintstone cigarette? Yeah. Looking things? Yeah. It was basically like a piece of chalk. And it turned into like this paste liquid paste, powdery paste in my mouth. And I think I swallowed it. You did swallow it. I swallowed it. So I, man, that reminded, you said cigarette and that reminded me, talking about World's Fair earlier, they actually made World's Fair cigarettes. And I had a pack, I don't know if you smoke. No. But if I find a pack and mail it to you, will you smoke it? I'll smoke I'll, it. I smoke cigarettes. So, yeah. yeah, we'll do it on the episode. Yeah, we'll do okay. it on the episode. Yeah. So that well, they made cigarettes. They made cigarettes. They made beer, like everything. Hosted, or like, was it by? Was it by? World's Fair branded cigarettes. It was probably made by a yeah. third, party, third party. And then, yeah. like, they just slapped their logo on it. But, yeah, they, they made World's Fair cigarettes. Here we go. Okay. So, uh, now I'm, I'm uh, it's, it was in the packaging. Uh, and I pulled out the bottle. And it is still have the protected uh, seal on top. Which I'm now taking up off. Ooh, oh, let's the, look at that real quick. The cotton is uh, <laughs> brown. That's all the dye, probably of the. Uh, oh man, uh, I don't know about this. I don't. Can I see inside at the bottom? It, it's black. You could pour it out on the. Oh my it, lord! I don't think it's gonna pour. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's solid. Do you think? Oh my god! <laughs> it smells interesting. Whoa. Well, I have no sense of smell. Yeah, you have no sense of smell. Not oh, COVID related. I met just... someone else that had that. It's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just, sorry. I want to get in there. What does it smell like? All right, let me. Oh, oh that's why. So if you, you probably can't taste that well either. That's why. No. Whoa, that yeah. smells crazy. Can you? Do you have smell? I don't really want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. Dude. Don't eat that, dude. <laughs> You know what, Mike? I actually might need to tell you no on this one. Really? Uh, maybe. Did you, did you take one out real quick? I ha- I, it's all, it's like a big block. Oh, there it uh, is. I don't know, man. I think actually... Maybe don't swallow it. I don't know, dude. That, it's, that it's, one might be a no-go. It's black. This sucks. Or take the tiniest <laughs> bite. All right. All right. Let's get in there, mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it actually doesn't taste bad. That's good. 
Your face does not seem to. No. <laughs> hey. You want to spit it out? I think I'm gonna spit it out. Yeah, here. Okay. <laughs> or just here you go. Use this. Oh. <laughs> or is it good? Smile. Oh, your teeth are black. <laughs> oh my god. Just that tiny little amount made your teeth black. That's oh, crazy. Wow. Oh, oh my god, that was a little gross. Uh, so what you guys missed there is uh, Dante had asked uh, Mike to smile. I get another beer. I have uh, I have mouthwash too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And when uh, when when uh, Dante yes. had told him to smile, your mouth was completely black. Uh, it's still it kind of, it's still pretty black. Not super black. Do you black. want to take a picture of it? <laughs> uh, do you want picture people people to say picture of your teeth? <laughs> Okay. Let's go. Wait, did you did you say what the nastiest thing was besides this? Uh, <laughs> this is now the nastiest thing. <laughs> it's it's definitely the did worst one. Did we finish it? What was it? Uh, what was the other thing? It was the like, like those fake well, cigarettes. It's called. Oh a, yeah, yeah, you did say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they sorry, were called sorry. Fred Flintstone candy oh. candy rocks. Oh. All right, I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness! <laughs> no, don't apologize. I love it. It creates content. We love it. Um, I wish people could smell this. It's like a goop. Because it smells like. It smells familiar. It smells it does like smell vitamins. Yeah. Will, you, will you hold this real quick? Yeah, for sure. It okay. smells almost like a, a vitamin. Mike's getting another beer. Yeah, Mike it's, needs. It's uh, probably 10, 20. <laughs> 10.45. All right, so, Mike, as we wrap up here, oh. thank, thank you again for always doing this stupid shit I put you through. <laughs> yeah, thank you for putting me through the shit. <laughs> you know, uh, Dante, I have yet to do uh, uh, 80s Eats uh, experience. Like, you know, he's always done it. You should do that. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm not dumb. <laughs> not that you are. Y'all should, you. should put that, like, like, display this in your office or something. Yeah, yeah. So actually, I was careful about the yeah. packaging. Yeah. No, well, it's awesome. What we like to do is uh, when oh we, uh, anything. It probably, probably came from KMB. Sorry. Oh, KMB. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Mike, uh, overall, how, rank, rank that in your Ooh. list of 80s eats. Well, at first it was not that bad. It, it actually, I could taste the fruitiness. Oh, could you? And then as I started what, to chew it, it, something shifted. What flavor do you think it was between raspberry, tropical punch, <laughs> cherry, or grape? Grape. Okay. Ooh, probably the most artificial one, probably. <laughs> yeah, definitely artificial. Or cherry, probably, too, probably. Yeah. Um, I'm continuing to still wipe my teeth and get black stuff out off yeah. of the, on this napkin. Gross. Yeah. This, <laughs> this one's up there. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, we still got a whole weekend. <laughs> we might find something at the con. But uh, I'm really trying to find, and if you ever find this, please hit me up. I'm trying to find uh, a still intact um, Ninja Turtles pie. Okay. You Look, y'all are on my radar radar now, and you're <laughs> gonna regret it, or Mike's gonna regret it. Yeah. It's not gonna be fun. Not well, those green pies. Those green. Yes. I remember those green pies. Yeah. We haven't done a pastry like that yet, like a pastry that was packaged and sealed. Oh, yeah. If you can find one of those, let me know. Oh yeah, I will. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll fly back just to do it. <laughs> it was nice knowing you. <laughs> Dante, before we wrap up, uh, can you tell our audience where they can connect with you on social media, where they can buy things? Because you, do you guys do online stuff? We do. So the okay. easiest way to keep track of what we get in and what we're doing is on Instagram, at Swamp Rags. Um, we do have a website as well. We, we don't post on there as much as we should, to be honest. But okay. on Instagram, at Swamp Rags, same on TikTok. Um, Real quick, I want to plug the other two stores that we have in the quarter. Next time, we'll get y'all in here and we'll do something over there. That'd oh, be okay. sick. Yeah. We have Vice and Graft on Royal, which is 70s and older vintage. And then Ooh. we also have um, Time Before Death, which is on Toulouse, all in the quarter. Going back to you know us trying to do cool shit in the quarter. That's um, on Toulouse. It is a oddities and antiques and dark art 
studio. I think we went to that store. Probably. Think, yeah, it was like a courtyard. Yeah, I think we did. So that's the newest of the three. That's kind of the baby right now. But um, yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm on Instagram at Swamp Rag, uh, sorry, Swamp Shark 666. Oh, um, hell yeah. That's my personal. Uh, yeah, so stoked to meet y'all and send you more gross shit to eat. And Dude, if you're my plug for gross shit to eat. I will be your plug, I yes. promise. Like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm yeah. so juiced for this. We uh, we did something, just a quick story. We did something uh, for Halloween where that Fred Flintstone candy, and we actually had an actor with us who did the voice of Scream for the Scream TV series. And uh, both of them, him and that, his name is also Mike, both of them ate the candy. So I'm thinking when we do like a larger event, if you can connect me with anything that you have like food-wise, let's do it. Absolutely. Let's do it. So we can make more people suffer with Mike. You're on my radar. I love it. I love it. Dante, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, We truly love being in this place. Uh, You know, we're definitely going to, I know he bought some things yesterday. I want to get a couple things real quick. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for everything. Absolutely. Y'all enjoy your time here in New Orleans. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's that's not hard to do. (laughs) And if you ever find any KMB prescription bottles with you know, uh, pills still in them. They would send me a personal note. Don't, I, I will test those out. That'll be a different ADC. <laughs> yes. Well, if I find if I find quaaludes, I gotta try them. Personally, great answer. Great answer. Let's do that together on yeah. the on the show. On the show. Yeah. I love it. I love it.